Charlie and his kitten Topsy by Helen Hill. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter One How Charlie Made Topsy Love Him. Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Charlie. He lived with his mother and his daddy and his auntie in a house in the city with a big yard all around it. A cat named Jane and Jane's kitten, whose name was Topsy, also lived in the house. Charlie was a good little boy and a nice little boy, and everybody liked him. That is, everybody except Jane the cat and Topsy the kitten, and they did not like him at all. This was very sad because Charlie loved Jane and Topsy more than anything else in the world, excepting his mother and his daddy and his auntie. He loved Jane and Topsy dreadfully much, one thousand times more than his electric train or his milk wagon or his big enormous flashlight. Yet Jane and Topsy did not like him at all and ran away whenever they saw him coming. And what do you think was the reason? I will tell you. Charlie liked that cat and that kitten so dreadfully much that he was never happy unless he was holding them tight in his arms and hugging and kissing them all day long. Whenever he saw them running on their own four legs, he would grab them and squeeze them and bother them. Sometimes he would grab Jane, and sometimes he would grab Topsy, and sometimes he would grab them both together. But most of the time he got hold of Topsy alone, because Topsy was little and couldn't run away so fast. Again and again his mother and his auntie said to him, Charlie, put that kitten down. Don't you see that he doesn't want to be held all the time? let him run around and play you wouldn't like it if your mother or your auntie were to carry you around and hug and kiss you all day long why don't you play nicely with him why don't you run around and let him chase you a kitten loves to play with little boys he likes to run about and scamper and jump but he does not like to be picked up and carried all the time any more than you would like it but Charlie would not listen. He picked the kitten up all the time, and he would not let him run around at all. He carried him around in his arms, or he tucked him inside his blouse, and he bothered and teased him all day long. The kitten Topsy called out again and again, Charlie paid no attention at all. He just went on bothering and teasing him. One day, Charlie was walking around in the yard looking for Topsy. Topsy was hiding in the bushes near the fence. He was hiding because he did not want to be grabbed and kissed and hugged any longer. Charlie was hunting and hunting, with his hand already held out to grab Topsy, when suddenly, what do you think? A great big hand grabbed hold of Charlie. 
Yes, a great big hand grabbed hold of him by his trousers and lifted him clear off the ground and over the garden fence, and a great big voice called out, Oh, what a darling, ducky, little, tiny, weeny creature! Charlie squirmed around to see what was holding him, and you never can guess, it was a little giant girl. She was enormous, most twice as big as his mother, or his auntie, or his daddy. But she was a pretty little giant girl. She had yellow hair tied with a blue bow, and she had blue eyes. She looked at Charlie all over, and she called out again, Oh, you little darling thing! I'll take you right home this minute. And she began to run as fast as ever she could, still holding Charlie by his trousers, and his legs dangled and swung backwards and forwards, and his head waggled so fast did the little giant girl run. Then he called out, Let me down! Let me down! But the little giant girl paid no attention at all. She ran, and she ran, till she came to her mother's house and in at the front door and as she ran she called out mamma mamma look what i've found a darling teeny little doll and it's alive it walks and it talks mamma then the little giant girl's mamma came downstairs and she looked at charlie isn't it dear she said and she put him on the table you must take great care of it and not tease it and drag it about but the little giant girl paid no attention she poked charlie in the middle of his back and said walk walk her finger was very sharp and it hurt charlie so he said don't ow don't then the little giant girl began to jump up and down and say oh isn't it cute mamma I love him, I love him, and I'll keep him forever and ever. As she picked Charlie up high, high in the air, and she kissed him, and she hugged him, and she kissed him again, but Charlie did not like it at all. Then the little giant girl said, I wonder if he can eat, Mama. Wouldn't it be fun if he could eat? I'll go and get him a piece of cake. She ran out of the room, and she came back with a great enormous piece of cake and she gave it to charlie he was most awfully hungry as it was long past dinner time so he took the cake and began to eat the little giant girl jumped up and down again and called out look mamma he can eat like a real live person oh isn't he cute then she snatched the cake out of Charlie's hand and held it above his head while she sang in a laughing voice. Don't you want some more? Wouldn't you like some more? Do have some more. Charlie was dreadfully hungry, and he tried to grab the cake, but the little giant girl held it just high enough so that he could not reach it. No, he could not reach it at all, and he wanted that cake dreadfully much. He was so hungry. Then the little giant girl said, 
i wonder if he goes to sleep mamma i'll try and put him to sleep you little cutie dear you and she hugged him and she kissed him again and again then she wrapped him in her pocket handkerchief which was most as big as a tablecloth but it was very dirty charlie did not like it at all he kicked and he screamed and he called out i don't want to go to sleep i don't want to go to sleep but she pulled his legs straight and wrapped her handkerchief tight around him and paid no attention to his cries at all then she laid him down in the corner of the couch and what do you think charlie was so tired and so excited that he went fast asleep all in a minute but he didn't sleep long he had hardly closed his eyes when whirr he found himself being snatched high high in the air and the little giant girl's voice shouted in his ear he was asleep mamma he does everything just like me he sleeps and he eats and he walks and he talks mamma do you think that there was ever anything so darling in the world i tell you what mamma may i go over and show him to sophie do let me please mamma and the little giant girl's mamma said she might go over and show charlie to sophie but she must mind and not stay long then the little giant girl unwound the handkerchief from around charlie and she kissed him and hugged him again and again charlie kicked and he kicked and cried out i want to go home i want to go home but the giant girl paid no attention at all she only said listen to the darling noise he makes mamma ee that's the noise he makes mamma and she kissed charlie again and again before she put him in her pocket and started to run over to show him to sophie there were lots of things in the little giant girl's pocket doll's clothes and nails and pencils and little sharp stones and they all joggled around while she ran and hurt charlie most dreadfully he felt very unhappy and wondered if he would ever get home again and if he would ever see his mother and his daddy and his auntie again then suddenly what do you think he saw a little speck of light at the bottom of the little giant girl's pocket and the very next moment he fell right through and landed with a tremendous bang in the middle of the road the little giant girl had a hole in her pocket and she went on running and running and she never knew till she got to sophie's house that she had lost charlie through that hole in her pocket as for charlie you can guess how fast he ran why he ran and he ran and he never stopped running till he got home and in at the garden gate he rushed into the living room where his mother and his auntie were sitting wondering where on earth charlie could be jane and topsy were also sitting there and when they saw charlie they both scurried quick quick under the bookcase the very moment that he came into the door oh mother said charlie and he was puffing and blowing 
So fast had he been running. Oh, mother! Oh, auntie! A dreadful little giant girl caught me, and she hugged me, and she kissed me, and she bothered me, and teased me, and I ran away, and here I am. Then he saw Jane and Topsy looking at him from under the bookcase, and he began to cry. Oh, mother! Oh, auntie! I don't think Jane and Topsy will ever love me, because I have hugged them and kissed them and teased them and bothered them so, and I do love them so dreadfully much. Then his auntie said, Cheer up, Charlie. Go to my work basket, and I will show you how to make friends with Jane and Topsy. She gave Charlie a ball of pink yarn and fixed it so it would not unwind. Then she told Charlie to roll it round and round in front of the bookcase. Very soon a little black paw came out, then another, and another, and soon Topsy was dancing all over the room after the pink yarn. Sometimes he danced on all four legs, sometimes on his two back ones, sometimes he jumped sideways, and sometimes he jumped straight up in the air. He seemed to be having such a good time that suddenly out popped jane from her hiding place and started to join the game well never again did charlie grab hold of topsy or jane against their will never again did he carry topsy around and pay no attention when the kitten called out meow meow no from that day to this charlie always played nicely with topsy and did the things he liked so that Topsy loved Charlie more than anybody else, and followed him around everywhere. End of chapter 1